0: Want to hear 25 remote work experts share their amazing strategies and processes for building successful remote work companies and remote team? We've got speakers from leading companies like Thinkific, Evergreen Profits, Dynamite Circle, and Tribe Theory, and more. Register for your free ticket now at www.remotebusinesssummit.com.
1: That's right, www.remotebusinesssummit.com. We'll see you there, November 18
0: to 22. Woohoo! Welcome to Founders Connect Podcast. We help lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage.
1: Did you know that approximately 45% of marriages end up in divorce and 65% of all startups fail due to founder conflicts? Well, we're here to change that.
0: Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest and practical tips to help you with business, relationships, and sustainable living. Now, let the fun begin. Hi, I'm Cindy Pham.
1: And I'm Anthony Chansomuth.
0: And we're from Founders Founders Connect.
1: Connect. I have with me Matt Barnett from Monjoro. Chief Bear of Bonjoro, I really like that, Matt. But you're not wearing your bear onesie, so I'm a bit shocked because that's what I was expecting.
2: <laughs> so, hey, look, it's summer, yeah? It was 30 degrees yesterday. Putting on that bear onesie is suffering. Of
1: course. <laughs> Fair enough. So just a bit of background about Matt. Uh, originally a British industrial designer and artist. Matt's turned everything upside down to so launch a tech company in Sydney, Australia. After a couple of false starts, Bonjoro was born from a sales hack for his first business, where Matt would send every new lead a personal video instead of a plain text email. Great strategy, by the way. And when customers started asking how they could do the same thing, Matt and his team decided to go all in on the idea. And two years later, Bonjoro has snowballed into a startup success story. All right. So welcome to the podcast, Matt. Great to be here, Am. Awesome. So now, are you actually in Sydney at the moment or where are you calling from? Um, we're in Sydney. We're just down in Town Hall. Town Hall. Sweet. So. Um, I should have... Uh, yeah, when I was down there, I'll, next time I'm down there, I'll... Come have a beer with you. So we are talking about the Remote Business Summit, and you're going to be one of the speakers talking about the pros and cons of building remote teams. Now, for context, tell us about your team.
2: So we are 13 people. We're in five countries, <laughs> which is kind of a little bit crazy, besides the team. Um <laughs> uh, so kind of politics-based Germany here in straight. Well, it's kind of headquartered from Australia, and then most of our marketing, well, our marketing around the world and CSs around the world.
1: Incredible. Well, let's talk about that story. How did you, when you decided to go all in on this, what was going through your mind? Like what were you seeing? What were your customers telling you for your previous business? And you had used it as a lead generator for your own business. So yeah, tell us about how this all came to be and then what was going on during that period.
2: Yeah, so we ran um, tech stations and hyper services that sold to agencies and large FMCG bands. And the base of me. our clients be in Paris, New York, and London. That's kind of the extent for those. Not the research of that, but that's what happens. And those are obviously large sale processes. So you know you're looking about six month lead time. And you have to get in and you have to demo. You have to actually go and see the client. So very much relationship based. Fairly big car ticket sales, about 20K is the average project. So obviously inquiries coming in, converting those leads, getting those two demos, then going taken to be a client is key to the success of that business. And being in a different country, it's very hard to kind of make a face-to-face impression. You can't really pick up the phone at midnight. So what we did in the is we built a hack whereby morning after we collect all new leads and I'd be sending the videos on a ferry going from Manly to say, called Fugio and Sydney. So we're sending out messages to Oliver from, from, um, we start up from Leo Burnett. and would say, hey, hey, Oliver, so we start up, you you're know, C- 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 the creative director. We already work with Budweiser and Huggies and a few other brands that he's worked on personally. We customized a message for him. I'll be going past the opera i to point out, I don't even know if they could really understand me, but we kind of tripled their conversion rates overnight from those videos and we wrapped them up and put them into an email. And most of it got back and they weren't, it wasn't that I kind of sold them, it was the fact that I'd surprised them. And they also said, Look, this is hilarious. Next time you're in London or New York, come and see us. And so I kind of made them laugh and we went in and obviously, we aside from that, we did a picture, we had a good product, good business, so then we'd sell more. And so that was the kind of, kind of uh, so behind it. It was just a sales hack. We were looking to kind of develop more leads. Nothing would have happened if one of those clients hadn't asked if they could then use this, this tool, this video email tool. And um, we gave them it. And you know, again, we, we, we do build products. So we were able to put them on it so they could actually log in and use it. And then one of their clients, so they sent it to you, then asked us if they could use it. And then another one asked us if they could use it. And so you see that happening. And then we thought, you know, despite all... I guess advice in the world, we decided to launch the second product. And we were a much smaller team then. I think we were like four people. And we did it anyway. We launched it and then it just started snowballing in the same way. And that company then I think after maybe sixteen months, I grew the original company. That's it.
1: That's incredible. So was it I'm just trying to think back when did that happen? Like what time frame? What year was that? 2017. 2017. Yeah, because that time, so like around the ecosystem, what was happening was Zoom was kind of taking off, taking over Skype. Trushing you know, it. Yeah, that's it. Crushing it. Zero. I mean, YouTube already blew up. Instagram, we're going to Snapchat, all these other video yeah. platforms coming in on too. Yeah, interesting. So why do you feel that video, what was resonating with these prospects? Like why was, I mean, apart from it being, you know, hilarious. And I love that because that's, that's all about your brand, particularly stands out in that regard. Uh, and it works for you guys. But why do you feel like video really is powerful when you're sending that as a lead generator, you know, sort of part of the sales process?
2: Yeah, so I don't, I don't think it's video. I think what it is is actually taking time with a new lead. Mm. Personally, And um, the problem with emails, is you can't tell if it's auto generated. Whereas when it's in a video, you know it's for you. When someone says your name and your company name and potentially the city you're from and references your clients, you know it's real. You know that person stopped in their day, spent a minute doing that. I think given... The world we live in, where everyone's communicating co- online, everyone's gone for automation, that's actually incredibly rare. And even when it is genuine, people doing it emails, it's hard to mm. it's real. So that's why it works. Now, video, say, is the medium that helps you do that. I think everyone gets very excited about the word video, but really, video is just a medium. You know, at the end of the day, me and you, if we were sitting in the cafe right now, we would be having the same conversation, it wouldn't change much. It's just a medium. Whatever you need to do to show that you care about the client, it so happens for the moment. Videos hard
1: to fake. yeah we can talk about that but <laughs> there are some interesting technology coming along in that in that uh, way too <laughs> you are listening to the Founders Connect podcast
2: helping lifestyle entrepreneurs to grow their business online and create a happier marriage
0: now back to the show but
1: well, you're right I would agree with that and it is about just taking the time really and people appreciate you know the handwritten letter they appreciate the uh, you know the, the smile on the camera uh, and all this sort of thing so that, that's awesome now Tell us about, if you want to track back to wherever I don't and really like the question that I want to ask here is, what's your courageous story? What has been a, a really, for you, a really courageous decision, whether it's in your career, in your journey so far, would love for you to share something that was really scary for you at the time or just really tough. And yeah, what was the decision and how did, has that changed your
2: trajectory? So probably, so if you look at our company, we are actually registered as Vimily Pty, not Bonduro or not Vibate, which is the company that birthed Bonduro. But that's because we had an original company that was actually about seven years ago involved in video and it was doing 30 family live trees. And we raised some money for it. We had a lot of investors. We went and built it. Couldn't get people to activate. I think we were just partly too early in video. So we did doing mobile video seven years ago. It was a brand new thing. Most people didn't even have cameras. They could upload updates to support it. That whole business, although it had legs, it ultimately imploded. The co-founder walked out one day, tried to take the team with them. And rather than shutting the doors, we decided to walk, so one so on the teams stayed with me. We had like every 20K left at the bank. Uh, one of our investors actually gave us a bit more money because yeah. we had another idea, which was to turn it into this, into this second business, which was around research. And we went back to our living rooms for a year on that. It was pretty grueling, but ultimately that birthed that second company, which did pretty good, which is then birthed obviously Bonjour at the end of it. So if we hadn't made that decision, and it was probably more from a moral standpoint If we have backers and teams that we want to keep going, then we wouldn't be here today. Uh, but it was pretty tough. We look back and you're like, well, obviously it all worked out.
1: Yeah, but for some people, for many people it doesn't work out. So.
2: <laughs> I think it's the thing, yeah. I think as long as you keep I think you know fans are gonna make it when you know they have a fail and then they come back the next day and keep going. Mm. That really is what ends up, you know, you see people and you go, but they'll make it. Like it doesn't matter how they made it now, but like, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. The ones that keep coming back, those are the ones that will be there at the end of the game.
1: How did you deal with that in, in, when you're in that scenario? In hindsight, I mean, you can see, you know, these are the things that really helped in that process. So if someone's listening to this and going, yep, struggling, didn't get the investment or just not getting that traction, what did you do or who did you surround yourself with to actually be able to move through that and continue forward?
2: Yeah, so I think mostly other founders. So I don't think you necessarily rely on your on your family or your close friends because they're not probably in the world you're in. So we have a group here, a friend of mine who's for surfing every morning at 6 a.m. together with both founders. And then a few other founders start joining us. And then we did a trip away and we had kind of 10 of us who went and we start talking about kind of things that evening. Um, and now we have a group, it's so about a good, probably 50, 50 people. We run the event once every every kind of three, four months. So we do a couple of summer trips. And then a winter trip, and it's all kind of like snowboarding, surfing, kite kind of surfing, during the daytime. And even evening we had a few talks, we generally get someone who's you know, raised a couple million bucks, or someone who's sold out or someone who's going to do something difficult, chat about that. We kind of have a bit of policy of whatever happens on the trip, stays on the trip. And so we use that. We have a few investors come along as well. That group has become an amazing support network. And so I think when you do that, you realize everyone else is going through the same shit you're <laughs> going through. Like everyone's, had, everyone's had breaking points. The ones that are still there, the ones that are made through. So it actually becomes quite easy then. Yeah. You know, That's it a lot easier. Yeah.
1: Is that group closed or do you, have you got that actually open to any founders to join and apply? It's called, it's called,
2: so it's called XTech Sydney. If you're interested, uh, we have a couple of people who come from Melbourne even, then it's on Facebook. You can uh, request access there and then maybe message me as well. Let me know what you're up to. It's generally second stage founders. That doing, yeah. So a couple of people who kind of got through the gates. We do have, we have a few new founders come every time. Let me have a few old founders <laughs> invented it for a mm-hmm. time as well. So we have a bit of a spectrum.
1: Right. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely... Let's talk about that afterwards. But I think that's a, yeah. it's a great... This is the thing, right? For a lot of startup founders, there are a lot of resources, but those who are in second stage and sort of what do you do and where do you go? And so if not me, definitely I might be able to refer some people to you who might be in that position. Love it. All right. So now you're going to be talking about the pros and cons of building a remote team. Why do you think that's an important topic to talk about on the summit?
2: Well, so like it's becoming more and more of a thing. It's been pioneered a lot more out in the States. I think in the States, a lot of remote teams are probably like states-based remote teams. It's actually quite easy because you think, obviously you get people in you know, Delaware or, or Baltimore or, or Michigan and you can work together on the same time zones. That started to bleed out and you see more teams using remote around the world. When you're based like Australia, like it almost, if you had this force, if you came global, because your customers will not be on your time zone. So with us, 95% of our customers are not Australian. That means we've had to do it regardless. Some of your systems will have to be overseas. If you're state-based, yeah, again, learning how to work, work remote within, within the country. If you're in Europe, you're going to be, you know, again, if you're global, same thing. It's becoming a lot easier. It's supposed to do, a lot of people are kind of trained up to work remotely. If you can nail it, it's amazing. It's just really hard to do.
1: <laughs> so we will dive into that on the summit now uh you're going to be giving away one prize for one lucky winner who comes and attends your particular talk
2: what's that prize going to be matt so we'll give away a free account on bonjour so completely free of use and we'll train you up and let you know how to use it as well
1: awesome so if you want to generate more leads more effectively then you definitely want to take a look at bonjour and how you can use that with the support of Matt's team and uh so Matt just to wrap this one up what's uh, can you finish this sentence it's not about video what's it really about it's all about relationships you've got it love it okay so that's it guys if you want to check out Matt and his project and also some insights into the pros and the cons of building a remote team then head over to www.remotebusinesssummit.com register for your free ticket we kick off November 18 and then Matt and 24 other experts will talk about different aspects of building a remote team remote work and what we're calling the future of work which is actually happening now so Matt great to have you join us and of course if you want to check out Bonjoro the application the tool just head over to bonjoro.com and then these guys are also on Twitter at Bonjoro app Instagram as well and all the good things so Matt thanks for joining us on on the podcast and we'll see you on the summit
0: thanks for tuning in and remember to live passionately purposefully and confidently till next time Ciao